Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, December 11th, 2020. Happy prom night, day, morning, whenever you're All listening. All of it. All I, of it. I am Broadway World's Matt Timonini. <laughs> and I am arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. It's like the morning after prom, so. I, oh, that's a much different kind of, uh, <laughs> not for me, I was a loser, but you know I what I mean. I say, know, from what I've heard from other people. Yeah, um, it wasn't particularly scandalous for me either. No, me neither. Um, <laughs> So, okay, so real quick, we wanted to talk about yeah. something that I think probably some folks might have noticed, but yeah. uh, we haven't yeah. talked about. Um, uh, we haven't had Alicia on the air with us here for a week or so. There is a very, very good reason yeah. uh, for that. And uh, Ashley, why don't you give the folks the details that are very, very exciting for Alicia? Yeah, I was going to say, despite the fact that we've had full shows or at least like yeah. solo shows every day for the past couple of weeks or at least close to it, Alicia has unfortunately left the Broadway radio slash today on Broadway team. She will be taking a position starting up either started up already or starting up soon. Yeah, I think it already has. Yeah, that's a little bit better suited for her path and her schedule and the hours that she has in a day, which are just not enough. (laughs) And which as a full-time freelancer, that can be a difficult and sometimes demoralizing choice you have to make. I know it personally (laughs) very, very well. Yeah. In good time let alone during a pandemic where it's literally survival of the fittest and forward career movement over everything. All that to say, we are very sad to see her go, especially after a relatively short amount of time with us. I always enjoyed the shows we did together. Have totally. personally, yeah, personally and privately wished her well, but very excited to see what she does next. You can continue to watch her work and follow her success via her social media channels at a Ramirez Gar 31. And I think as for us today on Broadway, we're going to have oh, at least one more voice maybe. joining us. Yeah, I got to finalize that stuff for next week. For yeah. maybe, you know, maybe a few shows, maybe more. So I'm excited we'll about that, too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't know uh, because, as you know, Ashley, I have been like treading water just not to drown so i don't know has alicia talked yeah. about what the opportunity is publicly yet i don't is- think she's talked okay. about it publicly which so is why, why we're not saying. Why, yeah, yeah. which is why i'm kind of you know walking around it but it's exciting totally. stuff yeah i have like the social media has just been me like uh, like looking at it and then running away crying for the that's, last couple of weeks because that's what you should do with social oh media to yeah, be fair so. But we are very happy for Alicia and very excited to see what she does next in this new opportunity for her. And like Ashley said, we have at least one other folk. Mm. uh, One other folk. One other folk. Is is folk singular for folks? Um, One other person uh, who hopefully will be joining us uh, at least once or twice next week. So that should be fun. We have to finalize that. I am super duper excited about that. But anyway... Uh, Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, Broadway Radio.com slash Patreon. You know the gist at that point. So, mm-hmm. the drill. Yeah, the drill let, and the gist. The, or the drist. Um, anyway, uh. so let's get into the news, Ashley. <laughs> One of the reasons I did venture back into the social meds on Thursday afternoon slash evening is because Disney had its annual investors meeting. And normally on these investor meetings, they just kind of talk about, here, here's what's coming next. They usually make some announcements. They're kind of interesting for geeks who like to know about what's coming up next. Last year's was like two and a half hours, and they talked all about Disney Plus since it was just getting started. Well, on Thursday, 
because the world has been so unbelievably crappy, they decided that they were going to make this one four hours and just release an absolute deluge of oh news God. about upcoming shows, movies, projects, everything else. There was a ton of Star Wars stuff, a ton of Marvel stuff. We are going to talk about that here, obviously, but... What I am going to do is I'm going to run through all of the theatrically <laughs> but related. You're thinking about it. Oh, the, those things will be thought about for <laughs> hours say, and you're years. Ta- you're talking about this, but in the back of your brain, you're thinking oh, yeah. about something else. I'm have oh, I am oh, part oh. of a uh, a Discord server for a. Of uh, course, you are. <laughs> yeah, for a uh, for like a website that does Marvel news. So I've been following along with yep, that. But anyway, yep, yep, yep. so Hugely for the stuff shocking. that is, yeah, absolutely shocking. Um, for the stuff that is theater related, let's go in order. They did not give a ton of information about any of these, so it is just basically like, these things exist, maybe we tell you when yeah. they're coming, most likely not. But let's start on the animated side. We found out that there are going to be four new animated series coming to Disney Plus over the next few years. The first two aren't really theater-related. The first one is Baymax, which is uh, Big Hero 6. Then yeah. there's Zootopia Plus, which is very cool. Um, and then... We have two, one coming in 2022, one coming in 2023, that are based off very successful Disney animated musicals. The first one in 2022 is Tiana, based off The Princess and the Frog, and that one will again star Tony Winner, whom we talked about yesterday, Anika Noni Rose. Um, So very exciting about that one. And then in 2023, we're going to get a, an animated series based on Moana. Now, no word that I saw if uh, Alili Carvalho will be back, but I kind of assume that she will because they often do those Hope for so. these things. Yeah. So um, very excited about both of those. Love that they are following, uh, continuing the stories of princesses, in quotes, of color. Uh, and hopefully they bring back the actresses of color who originally voiced them uh, on the big screen. One thing that they are, they did announce that they are not bringing back the original person to voice is they are going to do a big screen, um, movie. I, I'm guessing it's animated, but I don't know that for sure. I, like I said, only dipping in of Buzz Lightyear. Uh, but this is yeah, not, this yeah. is not Buzz Lightyear, the toy from Toy Story. This is the origin story of the character Buzz Lightyear, whom the toy is based right. on. So it won't be Tim Allen doing the voice. I was about to say, that's the only thing I heard was that Tim Allen was yes. kicked to the curb. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Essentially. Uh, and, uh, they picked the perfect person to do the, the voice of Buzz Lightyear or to play him. I, again, I don't know if this is live action or not, but this is, uh, Buzz Lightyear going to be starring Chris Evans, the polar opposite Ah, of Tim Allen in terms of political persuasions. Okay, Mm -hmm. moving on to some live action stuff. The thing that we've talked about multiple times before and people have been dreaming about for two plus decades, it was officially confirmed on Disney's Investor Day that director Adam Shankman will be bringing a sequel of Hocus Pocus to Disney Plus. There is no date confirmed yet for when this will hit uh, the streaming service, but I would imagine it will be a Halloween, um, whether yeah, it's 2021 absolutely. or 2022, it will probably be Halloween. Um, and it will again star Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy. Sticking on the, um, I guess this was mostly live action, although I believe there was some animation involved. There will also be a sequel to the 2008 Disney movie musical ish film Enchanted. Again, 
no announcement on when it's coming, but they did confirm that it will be on Disney Plus and that Amy Adams will return as Princess Giselle. No word on Patrick Dempsey, James Marsden, Adina Menzel, Susan Sarandon, any of the other characters from the original film um, or not. But I will say, actually, I've never seen Enchanted. Is that bad? What? That's very bad. I but, thought you'd see. Oh, maybe. We, I, I can't. I know we've talked about Enchanted somewhat recently because we talked about Amy Adams we? in the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Oh, yeah. No, never. It was in 2008. Like, <sighs> I was, I'm old. So, like, I was in my late 20s at that point yes i was in my late 20s so like disney movies i just i wasn't seeing a lot of them so um but yeah i haven't didn't see it you watch like every superhero movie you don't get to claim the age card for that how dare you (laughs) i dare dare i dared moving on one more thing that i have seen uh both of there will be another uh sequel coming to disney plus this one will be for Sister Act. Whoopi Goldberg is set to return and to star, uh, to star and produce. Tyler Perry is also set to produce. No other word again on when or whom, but it will be on Disney Plus as well. And then finally here, this, I'm going to put this as live action in quotes, but it was announced that there will be a prequel to the live action adaptation of The Lion King. Um, no idea what that necessarily means. This has been rumored before, but Barry Jenkins, yeah. the uh, the Oscar-winning director of Moonlight, is developing the film, uh, and it'll feature, listen to this, uh, new music composers, mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer, Pharrell Williams, <laughs> and Nicholas Brittle. Hans Zimmer makes <laughs> sense. A, yeah. Pharrell Williams, okay, I'm here for that. Very sure. interesting. Yeah. Um, so this is something that has been kind of rumored for a while, but it was officially confirmed in the Disney uh, investors call that Barry Jenkins is going to be See, bringing this one to the screen. I, I thought it, that was already confirmed. There were a lot of things that happened in this meeting yeah. that I was a hundred percent were already confirmed. Well, they were and confirmed was, like by trades. Ju- like the trades had been like, right. this has happened, but Disney hadn't commented on them. There's a lot of that in the Star Wars and right. Marvel universes as well. Oh, I know. I'm I'm part of the trades. Uh, like yeah, that's mo- true. Mo- most of the reason yeah, you damn of trades. The, uh, <laughs> most well, I, I mean for backstage. Uh, most of the reason yeah, that yeah. I thought all of this was confirmed is that I write the in development articles for backstage, so yeah. I have no concept of when anything. You know, surprise! I'm the unnamed byline at backstage that <laughs> writes those. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I hope that's not revealing anything I'm not supposed to. I don't care. Do, do, do. <laughs> but yeah, I have no concept of when anything is actually confirmed unless I have to do a follow-up for it. So most of these things, including uh, Lion King, six, Sister Act, I knew was Yeah, we've still, talked about that too, I believe. We talked about, I think, maybe, probably, that sounds like us. Uh, but otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I have no, no idea. The, the Moana and Tiana series are new though to me. Yeah. And, uh, also big news. And exciting. Hayden Christensen is returning, uh, mm, that to, is. To, he is <laughs> returning to play Darth <laughs> Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series opposite, uh, um, what's yeah. his face? Uh, you yeah. and McGregor. Uh, yeah. All right. This is one last it's Disney story. News. It is news. 
It is officially news. Uh, so here's one more Disney story that has nothing to do with Investors Day. I believe it was first reported by Baz Bomaboy from the London yep. Daily Mail. But the world premiere production of the new musical adaptation of the classic Disney film Bedknobs and Broomsticks will officially be heading to the United Kingdom in August of 2021. It will be a joint direction by Candace Edmonds and Jamie Harrison. Um, you'll remember this was originally being developed by, I believe it was the Shakespeare Theater in Chicago, and then the original director passed away. She was oh. developing it. So they had new yeah. directors. Um, you'll remember this film, which is like kind of like trying to write the coattails of Mary Poppins. It starred Angela yeah. Lansbury as Miss Price, who took on the stewardship of three children um in the original film and they floated on a bed underwater and that's all i remember from the original movie but. <laughs> that's the whole movie actually you nailed it yeah and it's angela lansbury so it's great yeah i have no it's one of the few disney movies i don't really have any attachment growing up to like all the disney movies that i like now for the most part i mean there have been a few cents uh that i really love but most of them you know had had really strong attachments to when i was a little baby, and I never watched this when I was young. It was it was one of those, if I remember correctly, and this is another Sherman Brothers, like Mary Poppins, yeah. and like yeah. the Mary Poppins stage adaptation, it'll have other folks kind of working on the book and adding new songs. Um, if I remember correctly, like, it was a little more mature than Mary yeah. Poppins. Kind of like, kind, not to the point of, like, Return to Oz mature, where, like, that was a horror movie, but, like, it was just a little bit too mature for whenever I was like interested in those things. You like the Return to Oz reference there? Yeah, oh my well, god, that thing's I, I so like scary. I like the Return to Oz reference, but I had it, it caught up to me like the second time I heard it because your sound had cut out for me a little bit. Okay, all I got was Oz maturity. Oz, Oz maturity, yes. That's Oz maturity that's, sounds like a word that uh, Madame Morrible makes up in Wicked, but also true. But just the level of maturity of the. TV series Oz, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, which is about prisons on HBO. Yeah, really yeah. concerned what we Very were comparing. Not yeah, Angela quite, Lansbury shaking not somebody quite as mature as Oz, but yeah. we're close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would love to have seen Angela Lansbury on Oz. But, <laughs> With J.K. Simmons, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Love J.K. Good Ohio State guy there. <laughs> anyway, so we are so off the rails. It is clearly a Friday. Um, a mess. Uh, a Who'd mess, have thought a mess. we'd get to J.K. Simmons in this episode? Oh my god. A muck, a muck, a muck. Alright, Ashley, before we move on to the rest of the news, let's pitch it over to James to talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. We'd like to welcome a new sponsor to Broadway Radio, BetterHelp. We have all been through a traumatic 2020, and it's affected all of us in one way or the other. Do you ask yourself, what interferes with your happiness? Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? We could all use some help, and BetterHelp makes it easy to get that help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a convenient, safe, and private online environment. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not self-help, it's professional counseling, and with BetterHelp, you can send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response... Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if necessary. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. 
Another thing is, is that there's a broad range of expertise available for which you might not be able to find a counselor locally in many areas. BetterHelp has licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, anger, stress, family conflicts, anxiety, LGBT matters, relationships, grief, sleeping, self-esteem, trauma, anything that you share is confidential. One thing to note is that BetterHelp is not a crisis hotline. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash broadway. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash broadway. Once again, we'd like to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring Broadway Radio. Thank you, James. And don't forget, if you need to talk to somebody, you can talk to somebody from BetterHelp in under 24 hours. Just go to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash Broadway. Okay, Ashley, let's get into a couple of reviews here. Um, we have reviews for two things that people did not like. Uh, the first one mm-hmm. was the NBC uh, stage adaptation of the Grinch musical. We will talk about that one first. Then the next one is the film adaptation of John Patrick Shanley's, uh, it was called Outside Mullingar when it was a play, and it is now called Wild Mountain Time. That's T-H-Y-M-E, um, if you are wondering. Let's real quick do a couple of Grinch reviews because you've all seen them on social media and you all know what they are pretty much. Brian Lowry from CNN wrote, quote, In one song about gift giving, the ensemble croons, it's the thought that counts. And there's something to be said for that mentality here. Even with the explosion of viewing options, it's nice to see the broadcast networks take chances trying to create some new holiday fare rather than just run the sprockets off the usual suspects. Still, the Grinch musical certainly didn't earn its exclamation point or do anything to make a cranky critic's too small heart grow one size, much less three. So, while it's a bit tired, perhaps, to say it in rhyme, this Grinch, alas, wasn't worth the time. <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, it wasn't Susian, but I mean, it'll, yeah. it'll do. Um, yeah. I, Kelly Lawler from USA Today wrote, quote, Oh, man, this one's rough. Grinch musical was grating, painful, and pointless from its opening moments. The musical itself originated in the 1990s as a stage production, and if there was some enjoyment to be to be had for preschoolers in a crowded theater cackling together, it is solidly lost in a televised version. The score mixes the classic music from the 1966 special with an original score, which only serves to emphasize how wonderful the original music is and how truly awful the new stuff is. There are ways to incorporate children's voices Voices into songs that are sweet and pleasant. See Broadway's Matilda. Mm-hmm. I first, I sweet and pleasant, like they're great, but sweet and pleasant is not what I would call Matilda. Anyway, I don't, I don't call any children. So yeah, yeah anyway, in Whoville, <laughs> the children are practically screaming the lyrics, and the adults write along with them as if the entirety of the score called for glass breaking falsetto. Like, look, I Solid. haven't watched this, I haven't seen this, and I love a good scathing review as much as anybody, but I just hate like I do I just don't get it. I I just don't understand what the need 
to for everybody in the theater community, everyone in the arts community, to absolutely hate on all of these televised musicals. Like it's an annual tradition at this point, even though I don't think we're doing them annual anymore. But like no. everybody hates all of them, no matter how good they are. They hate them before they happen. They hate them while they're happening. They hate them after they happen. And then like a year later, they're like, you know what? That really wasn't that bad. So it's like I just I, has it just there been me. any where people have been like that really wasn't that bad? Yeah, I, I think a lot. Plus, I, not and, not. <laughs> and, and plus, has there been any? that you know have been that much better a year later i think a lot of people liked the whiz in retrospect i think a lot of people liked uh grease in retrospect i'm forgetting which ones they've done um i think Sound the hairspray music, one was fine um, definitely hairspray. not peter pan peter, peter pan was horrible pan. Um, Christopher Walken singing through the commercial breaks. Yeah. yeah. It was just, you know, but it's like, like I get criticizing them, but the joy, it's the joy that people take in hating them that bothers me. That's so. very fair. I don't like gleeful, uh, I don't like gleeful pans to begin with, like as far as reviews go. And I, you know, I, it, it's a very, I still haven't seen Smash, but it's a very Smash thing as far as like hate watching yeah. things that really brought that about. So I think that's, like that's the theater thing at this point because yeah. of shows like Smash. And then years later, people are like, "Oh wait, I love Smash," even though while it was on, I talked about how horrible it was. I just, I mean, I think both can be true. I think they can love a horrible show. I, yeah, I don't think but there's, I don't think there's any love here. I don't think there's any love for Grinch musical live with Matthew Morrison. I, again, I haven't seen it, so I I will refrain from saying. That. I just I don't love the yeah. the giddiness. All right, so uh, the next set of reviews is for John Patrick Shanley's Wild Mountain Time. It is available to stream online beginning today, Friday, December 11th. It is based on the play Outside Mullingar, and it stars Emily Blunt, uh, Jamie Dornan, John Hamm, and the aforementioned Christopher Walken. Um, if you didn't know, this play oh, was set in Ireland. Um, which has some positives and some negatives uh, in these reviews. So let me run through a few of them very, very quickly. David Ehrlich from IndieWire said, quote, this some, this sometimes enchanted, but always demented soda farrel of banter and blarney couldn't be a broader caricature of Irish culture if it were written by the Keebler elves Damn. and directed by a pint of Guinness. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Barr from the Associated Press wrote, quote, the writing is wry and occasionally quite funny. It's not unsurprising that it made for a good play, but on film, it moves at a langorious pace. Like its characters, it's not interested in getting anywhere anytime soon. Leah Greenblatt from Entertainment Weekly writes, quote, Dialect, it turns out, is not Wild Mountain Time's strong suit. Even perplexingly, for the actual Irish people in the cast, Jamie Dornan, what do they have on you? But it almost seems churlish to single out one aspect of the film for unreality when the whole thing is essentially one river dancing leprechaun short of a fairy tale. My God, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, like I said, <laughs> this is worse than the Grinch stuff. I mean, by it's a pretty lot. close. It's pretty it's close. Like, let's hate on the Irish, essentially. <laughs> Or John Patrick Shanley's right, version right. of the Irish. But. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My significant other listens to the show now. Who is Irish? I'm very sorry for all this. This is some nuts. <laughs> a frosted like charms. Hey, hey, hey. No, 
Is that wrong? Is that how offensive? Dare, I'm sorry. How dare you? Oh, you're how dare you? We're going to get sued. <laughs> yeah, we can't afford to pay for those rates. Um, all right, let's move sued on. by Guinness and Keebler. Yeah, uh, that, those are quotes. Talk to... Uh, Talk to IndieWire. Um, yeah, all right, let's talk true. about some actual good news. Ashley, yesterday, the New York Times announced new appointments to the arts and culture section, including Maya Phillips and Jason Farago as critics at large. Maya Phillips is wonderful. She's currently one of the fellows uh, covering the arts and writing a lot about theater. Mm-hmm. Then there's Matt Stevens as a general assignment reporter and Salamisha Tillett as a contributing critic at large. Um, wonderful stuff. The Times said in a statement, quote, The Times, thankfully, continues to recognize the importance of arts journalism to its readers. As a result, result, our breadth of coverage, ambition, and reach are unmatched. Today, we are excited to announce several important hires that will strengthen an already outstanding team. At this point, actually, they're bulking up the arts. I love that. We still don't know who's Mm going to be the new co-head theater critic. Yeah. Um, I I, I don't think there's there's any reason to name a a person in that position right now, obviously. Uh, But I am excited to see who that person is whenever the gray lady announces that yeah and these are amazing announcements very big fan of Maya Phillips uh, I think it was Helen Shaw who said something like it's good to see like the uh, you know the arts section of the times taking like a pan curious stance on the arts oh. and that everyone is kind of uh, you know multiversed in all of the arts rather than just specific subsections yeah. well, really I think that's nice important. to see yeah, I think that's super important to yeah. have somebody who is not so entrenched in one of the mediums because I exactly. think there's so much to be learned about because as as and viewers and consumers, over. yeah, we don't just watch theater. We watch movies. We watch TV exactly. and being able exactly. to dip in and out of the knowledge and understanding and the cultural significance and impact of each of them I think is hugely important and I think can only enhance the coverage and the reviews um, for everything going Definitely. forward, obviously, for our perspective for theater. But um, more and more theater is being influenced by television, whether that's in or and television and movies, whether mm-hmm. that's in adaptations or stars or whatever. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited about that as moving, well. Moving more into like the way the New Yorker does their arts coverage yeah. for sure, which is yep. a, a very welcome change. Yeah, very much. All right, real quick. I've got a couple recommendations. We have talked so much that I'm just going to run through these very quickly. Yeah. We have a first look video for high school musical, the musical, the series, the holiday special. And it- <laughs> It's amazing. I love these titles so much. Oh, God. I love them so much. Um, Anyway, uh, and then Joshua Bassett and Olivia Rodrigo sing a piece of a new song, Something in the Air. Um, Then we have a trailer for upcoming season two of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Um, You'll see that um, the high school musical, the musical, the blah, 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 is available on Disney Plus today, (laughs) December uh, 11th. Je- uh, season two of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist will premiere on Tuesday, January 5th on the NBC. And then the last section here is an absolutely wonderful clip from a new documentary on Netflix called Dance Dreams Hot Chocolate Nutcracker, in which it follows the legendary Debbie Allen while she creates a new version of the Nutcracker using uh, dancers of all ages, but uh, all dancers of color, Very specifically cool. black dancers. There's a little section that they have called Flowers for Debbie, in which some folks like Mariah Carey, Dolly Parton, Shonda Rhimes, Kerry Washington, and more talk about how important and how wonderful and how influential Debbie Allen is um, to the world of the arts and especially to 
uh, to black artists as well. I mean, we talk so much about her sister because her sister does yeah. more theater, uh, Felicia Rashad, but um, I don't think it is possible to overstate the importance that Debbie Allen has had on generations of mm-hmm. artists, especially dancers and those of color as well. Yes, indeed. All right, so that is all that we have for today and this week. You are welcome. Uh, if you've made it this long, I'm <laughs> sorry, but thank yeah. you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody, don't forget The Prom is out now. Go watch it. Hopefully, we're going to talk about it uh, sometime next week. And um, everybody, have a great weekend. Don't forget to tune in to This Week on Broadway on Sunday. If you want to listen to it live and submit questions while it is being recorded, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody, and we will be back to talk to you on Monday. <laughs>